spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. And welcome to a Milestone Banter episode of Subliminal Session Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody. I'm my pal, Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not too bad. Well, I guess we should talk about the reason why we are doing a banter episode this particular week. Not only did we hit a huge milestone for the show, you also had a very busy weekend. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, we had a bunch of family coming into town and uh, hanging out, you know, all weekend. And pretty much by the time it was, you know, at night and I had time all to myself, I was just tired and I fucking passed out. So I didn't <laughs> quite get an episode written Oh, I, I've had it, you know, going since uh, late last week, but it's not quite ready to record. So next week we will hit up on that. But yeah, we hit a milestone this past week. So we're kind of having a little celebration banter episode for that. Uh, One million downloads. Yeah. Who would have thought two dipshits <laughs> um, <laughs> who do a anti-conspiracy conspiracy podcast kind of would get to a million downloads. I didn't ever foresee that. It's pretty cool. I mean, I obviously you got some podcasts who get that little every single episode, but for oh, small yeah. fries like us, I'll take it any day. Yeah, it is crazy. I was thinking about it uh, the other day, talking about it with my brother and basically saying, you know, like having this many downloads, it feels good, but it's weird how it doesn't quite feel as good as 10,000 downloads felt. But what really felt great was actually, I remember the day that we finally broke 100 downloads on a publishing day, like 100 downloads for the day. That was a big one because we were stuck at like 98 and 99 for about six weeks in a row, if you remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it's just like the exponential growth from then. I think you and I, when we we kind of got to a point where we're like, if we just keep doing this for fun and not necessarily obsess about any of that, I think it makes the show better. Don't you think? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Not uh, taking every little criticism and trying to tweak things and, you know, basically all the criticism that we've taken. Actually, I've taken one piece of criticism and changed something that I did. But everything else, you know, we just kind of do what we do and people follow. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, you know. Fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> the one thing that I actually did do was at the outro when somebody actually mentioned how you, when you do your episodes, you put the little pause in a different place than I was putting them. So I started putting the pause there. That's the only thing I've ever really changed. Yeah, that's a pretty, uh, I'd say that's uh, healthy, constructive criticism, or at least it, I wouldn't even say criticism. I just say 
advice, really. Yeah, it was. Well, he did kind of give me shit a little bit. The person who <laughs> did uh, did get on there. I was actually happy to hear that people were listening all the way to the end. That was actually really nice to hear because you always worry that people are kind of tuning out, you know. Yeah, honestly, I always figure once we start going into basically robot mode where we're kind of doing the outro, you know, (laughs) when I listen to podcasts, a lot of times that's when I uh, tune it out. So I wouldn't blame people if they do it. I mean, like if you watch a show, you're not watching the fucking credits. Oh, yeah, maybe you do. Yeah, by the time the uh, like streaming nowadays, by the time the credits pop up, it's already taking you to the next show. Yeah. So or back to the home screen. I know it's it sucks because we've been so spoiled by Netflix where Mm -hmm. they've got it down to a science where it's like two seconds before the credits even hit. They're already ready to load the next episode. And then you get like Hulu and HBO. They're struggling a bit. They don't go till the credits are fucking over. And then you got to fast forward and, you know, I, I, I do appreciate Netflix for that. Yeah, I will say I wish that Netflix would just get rid of the whole, are you sure you're still watching thing? Because it's, it's, it's one thing if I watch six episodes and you hit me with it once and then once more in six episodes. But after six episodes, you try to get me every single, you know, at the end of every single episode, you're trying to get me off of there. But uh, they probably figure they're saving a little money. You can or you could before disable that in Mm. uh, your user settings. Okay, I'll have to look into that because it gets kind of annoying because I'm a binger. Like I will (laughs) (laughs) I will put friends on like friends is my binge now. Basically, I have it on like while I'm cleaning or writing a podcast or editing or doing whatnot. And, you know, a couple of hours in or a few episodes, it'll just like every single episode at the end, it'll it'll hit me. So. All right. Well, Netflix quit being so fucking judgmental. Um, Phil wants to watch his shows in peace and quit uh, asking him to be sure he wants to keep watching. I'll tell you when I've had enough. God damn it. <laughs> Speaking of stuff here, I so over the weekend, I was invited and accepted to go see the movie Renfield. Um, mm. Did you see the trailer for this? Yes, I have seen the trailer. It's the Nicolas Cage is the vampire and he's got kind of like a like a bitch servant. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, Renfield has always been his like ghoul servant. This is just kind of like a funny take on it. And I got to say, the movie is I was actually laughing quite a bit. Okay, so it was a good it was you enjoyed it. Yeah. If you like dark comedies like. You're going to have to laugh at him kicking someone in their head exploding or stuff like that. (laughs) But if you're cool with that, I think you'll like the movie. Interesting. So there was a ton of people, you know, for the past, I don't know, maybe six or eight months. I haven't heard of anyone going to the theater for anything since the last end of like the summer movie runs. Now I've actually heard there was a lot of people who went to the D&D movie. Also, people who went to the Super Mario Brothers movie. I heard a lot of people go into that. I, okay. Obviously, I'm, I I probably will not go to a Super Mario Brothers movie in theaters um, just because of the, probably the target audience age there. And I don't Mm. need kids crying and screaming and shit. But from someone who took their kids there that I know, they said the movie was very good. 
Okay. Yeah, these were full-grown adults who <laughs> went to the later showings. So. Okay. I don't know. I'm a little worried about, like, plot. Like, what are you going to, like, what's the movie going to be about? I, I don't know if you. Yes. I don't I know, know if the they plot. actually gave you any spoilers or not, but. I mean, here's the thing. I'm just going to say it. Guys, skip forward like three minutes if you're really that worried about it. But if you've literally played Super Mario Brothers, it shouldn't be a surprise to you. <laughs> but I didn't really think of it in this context where Bowser kidnaps Peach because he's in love with her. So mm. I guess in the games, I never put that together but i guess it's probably what this story is <laughs> like he wants peach for himself but she doesn't want him you know and then obviously the the plumbers come to save her and you get it yeah so basically he's just a creeper i was gonna say he's literally a fuck it's like an incel movie line nice guy hey why won't she like me i'm a nice guy if I can't have her, I'm just going to kidnap her. Like, yeah. If I can't have her, no one's going to have her. Yeah. See how nice of a guy I am? Yeah. See? See? It's yeah. uh, apparently Jack Black. Did he say Jack Black is the voice of Bowser? I think so. Oh, I have so. no idea about that one. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what they said. What was the other? Oh, Dungeon and Dragons. So mm. I was shocked, still am shocked, that that movie has high ratings. Yeah, I was a little worried about it. There's a few people that I work with who went to go see that movie. They they didn't have very good things to say about it. Uh, they said it was, you know, because it's Dungeons and Dragons, they're going to watch it. But it's one of those deals where I've never been, you know, I've never played the board game. I've never played any of the video games or and I'm I guess there's a big like podcast community of people who like play the games and then like have a podcast like while they're playing that oh, okay. sort of thing. But they're all into that stuff. But no, I've never, never really been into it. I would honestly, if people invited me to join their game, like an adult, the adult version of yeah. Dungeon Dragons, where it's more like everyone's kind of drinking, chilling and playing the game, maybe not being super serious about it. I would do that in a heartbeat. But unfortunately, yeah. I none of my friends in person, I think, are nerdy enough to do that. Yeah, that's it's one of the things I've just never I've had friends in the past who have played it and you were big into WoW. So maybe yeah. Yeah. you might enjoy that a little bit more. I'm more of the uh, uh, I mean, I'd probably have the patience for it, but I don't know if I would like the community, like hanging out with, you know, people who enjoy playing it. So this is why you just get if you have like. Four or five friends, you just make up your own stupid little campaign. Um, you like RPGs, though. Yes, I do. I don't uh, know if you're it's like mostly a, if you're. The oh, I was gonna say it's type. mostly just the hanging out by myself thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> playing a video <laughs> game. <laughs> I I was gonna say when I remember how obsessed you were with Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. I don't think you were ever into the stats part of it, though. Really? No. I was actually the weird thing is I that card game on Final Fantasy VIII. I really liked going town to town and like playing that. That was kind of fun. Yeah, you you did a lot. Of, I watched you do that a lot. And <laughs> sometimes somebody would steal like your really really good card, and then you'd like reset the oh. game. <laughs> oh, it'd be fucking on. Yeah, yeah. No, that's they would take my ifrit. 
Or yeah. you would go, the thing is, you would go to a different town and the rules would change on you without you knowing it. And all of a sudden now there's these weird local rules and they steal your best card. So yeah, it's <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I love RPGs and I like the stat management to a degree. Like if it's mm. like four or five, maybe even six stats, fine. But when it's games where it's like, you got stats, and then you got numbers on resistances, and then you got fucking... It just gets like 30 to 40 stats you're balancing. That's just... I don't need all that. I just need... How do I get stronger? How do I ensure I hit things? How do I make sure I don't die? That is yep. like, <laughs> in essence, what I need to survive. You ever, like... Wa- like, obviously, you were a PlayStation guy and a Super Nintendo guy. Um... Do you ever watch like YouTube videos of them of like people kind of playing and reviewing the game in hindsight now to see like how it holds up to like current stuff? Ooh, Final Fantasy VIII. Well, just like any of the games you remember playing. I do actually. So some of the classic game reviews, I do like to watch those. I like to watch the like the old Super Nintendo ones, the old PlayStation ones. Uh, that's kind of fun. Not really. It's kind of hard because some of those. Some of those people on there are a little bit too like critical. Yeah. Of, like the little things, like the things that are kind of, you know, you got to remember back then they were basically trying to cram as much into those, you know, those cassettes or whatever you want to call them, the discs. They were trying to cram as much onto that as they possibly could trying to do the best they could really. So, yeah, I was, it's funny because there's this one YouTube channel I like called S-E-N-S-N-E-S drunk. Mm. I would say he's very, like, pretty normal, you know, when it comes to games and whatever. I actually think he's too relaxed on some of them, but... Yeah. So, I, I, like, watch his reviews of some of the games I remember playing and thinking were awesome. And, of course, when you watch them now, they're like, ah, it's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, well, compared to the shit we have now, every game... Games made four years ago, Skyrim. Compared to games we have now, Skyrim's a piece of shit. So I don't know, when it though. came out, but it was fucking awesome. I don't know, though. They're like in that style of game. Nothing has came close to that. I don't even think yeah, Fallout well, 4 did. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's. Did you play Hogwarts Legacy? No, no, I didn't. Hogwarts Legacy, like visually is awesome. The problem is it's such a dumbed down RPG. It's basically made for any age and it's made for you to just kind of like run through it. It's it's more made for you to be like, oh, cool, I get to do this spell or I get to ride a hippogriff or do, you know, ride a broom or whatever. But it's not really it's an RPG, but it's it just doesn't have any meat to it. Like you walk over to a like a bookshelf and you can't like pull any of the books out or like get any spells. You have to like you get spells like one at a time. You can't just like find them out in the wild or make your own spells. That would be fucking great actually. <laughs> I would like that. If you could like do combo, you know, like you know, do little things like an RPG game. You expect now from an RPG game. That's the only problem with like visually it looks great, but it just doesn't have any gameplay to it. I'm about 30 hours in. Uh, I probably actually have been running around killing things too much. So are you leveling not really... up too much? Yeah. I mean, I'm the thing is I did play the main story a little bit so I could kind of like even out so it wouldn't be so easy, but yeah, it's the game has gotten way too easy. So 
Yeah, I have been playing... Okay, so I finished Cyberpunk, which mm. I think is an awesome game. But I think the initial... Like, basically, the initial game scared people so much that it's got, like, a stained reputation. But they have fixed a lot of stuff, so um, yeah. it's really good in that aspect. And then I was playing Resident Evil 4, the remake, which Resident Evil is, like, my, one of my probably my favorite game series of all time. I've beaten it four times now because, you know, it's got replayability and trying to unlock all this shit in the game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So based, I'm like an amateur speedrunner of the game now. <laughs> but uh, I've it's, it's getting to the point where it's like I pretty much did everything. Just put it down until a DLC or something comes out. <laughs> yeah. I uh, So I am planning on, I don't know when it comes out exactly, but I'm planning on locking myself in the house when Diablo 4 comes out. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. J- June. June oh, in 10th. June? Okay. June 10th. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm probably going to take about a week of leave at that time from my job and just, uh, you know, just vegetate inside, not see the sun, just like the old Skyrim days. The um the people, people have been playing like the beta or whatever already. And of course, there's like a million complaints, but. I think Diablo is hard, a hard game to judge until you get to like the end, you know, like the end yeah. game part of it. I hope the story is good. They got Lilith, I think is the main bad guy. Like one okay. of the demons yeah. of hell. Yeah. The thing is, it's just, I really, you know, that's just my kind of game. Basically, you just, you know, it's a masher game. You just go in there and just yeah. fuck shit up. AR- ARPG, that's what they call them. Action, yep, RPG. action RPG. Uh, yeah. do you do you know what class you want to play already? Oh, I have no fucking idea. I usually make a few characters and then I, you know, switch back and forth. I I mostly play like the warrior, barbarian, barbarian. Type. Yep. Yeah, that's usually what I play. Or I try to get my like I'll play like the warrior guy and try to teach him some magic, that kind of shit. I don't know if you can do that in this one. Yeah, they don't. I mean, remember on the old one, you could kind of have them do spells, but yeah. I think this is pretty much like you're you're getting a big ass fucking sword or axe or something, <laughs> and you're just lobbing the head off, motherfuckers. Yeah, you have your moves, and those are your moves, pretty much. Okay, yeah, and I think that's how that's how three was. Yeah, much. but I think one of the benefits of this one is you will be able to like see people in the world who are also playing. They have like timed events that the community can do together. Mm. They have like special dungeons you can do with people. Yeah, mm. I'm not. I'm not about that life. Just let me play by myself. Just, <laughs> just, oh, that will just definitely. Get... That'll definitely be there too. Okay. Yeah. Just let me. Let me get by by myself. No one else to fuck with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I just know. Me and the bad guys. I was watching it, and you know, I love everything horror and whatever. So. I'm like, I want to play the Necromancer, but mm. the Necromancer is always so fucking overpowered compared to all the other ones. I don't want the game to be too easy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, that's just what I was saying about Hogwarts. Biggest problem with that game is just too easy. So I would say that's a great one to play probably after you played a few other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because if I remember the third game... Uh, the wizard chick was fun to play with basically like doing a bunch of like ranged attack stuff. 
Oh, the wizard has been, like, fucking strong as shit in every single Diablo. The first game, not as much. I don't think. If you, I, bet if you, I bet if you powered her up, she's probably... Well, actually, yeah, because you would cast spells based on your weapon, right? And the staff had charges, didn't it? Is that how that one worked? Yeah. You also had spells, but the better was through the staff. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's number two, though... Two and three, definitely strong as hell. I, oh, one thing I say about, uh, we were talking about movies before. I want this before we get way too far away from it. Have you seen the trailer Barbie movie? Ah, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little tired. I know I'm not probably going to like it, but it actually looks kind of funny. Like, that's the, that's the bad thing about how Hollywood can like gear a trailer i had seen it watching youtube uh, an ad popped up with the barbie movie trailer and i think it's i think there might be multiple ones because this one might be geared towards like it being a funny movie for everyone i so. mean let's be real they're targeting millennials elder millennials with it yeah basically it's uh there's a bunch of just kind of jokes and slap shit, you know, st- slapstick fucking humor in it. But I don't know. I, I was going to ask you what you felt about it. Ah, uh, I I think I would only watch it if like, let's say you watch and you're like, oh, it's pretty funny. And it was on Peacock or something for free. Oh, yeah. You definitely already have to have a movie like that. You already have to have the streaming service like paid for. You're not going to go to the movie theater and see it or, you know, pick up a streaming service and watch it. You're definitely going to like it has to be already like right in front of you. I will say, though, gentlemen or maybe ladies out there, if you got a promising date, perfect movie, I think, for a date, the Barbie movie could be, Yeah, you know. It's got what the hell's his name? Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Uh, the Margot Robbie's in it. Yeah. Jesus Christ! They got like the two biggest heartthrobs for that generation. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just, just any, just they make it like, who are we gonna get? That just, <laughs> no matter what your sex or gender or who you want to fuck, you're gonna want to fuck one of these two. Yeah. Yeah. Even asexual people will be like, <laughs> they are hot. Definitely. Um, yeah. So the movies that I, this is just me now. So the new Evil Dead movie that Ooh. I thought looked cool. Apparently it's gotten pretty good ratings. The guy who made Hereditary and Midsummer, his new movie's finally coming out called, I, I don't know if it's Bo is okay or Bo is something it's supposed to be a horror comedy. I don't know what that means for him, but I bet it's pretty sweet. Is it? Okay, so you said the Evil Dead one. That's the one where it's like the mom yeah. is trying to kill the kids. Is that a different movie than this Bo is okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, The director who made Hereditary and Midsummer is named Ari Aster, right? Okay. And his third ever movie is just coming out in theaters. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't realize that he had another one out. I probably have seen a trailer for it, but I don't really... I I assume all horror movies kind of seem alike to me, maybe. So all I've really been seeing is the one where the mom is like a demon or taken over by a demon. The Evil Dead one. Um, 
Bo is beautiful or Bo is afraid. That's what it's called. Okay. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard about that one. But the, his other two movies, I didn't hear about until they were already out. Also, so Midsummer and Hereditary. Well, uh, people probably know. I probably spoke to Hereditary is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So, yeah, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Uh, Midsummer was pretty good. Midsummer, the, uh, fucking the twist awesome. ending. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer is amazing. Um, so speaking of movies too. I don't know if you saw that Cocaine Bear is on <laughs> Peacock. If you want, oh shit, it is. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> so I watched it a few days ago. Now I don't want to really give my feelings on it because I probably didn't even tell you. I'm on day three of no vape, so I was right in the hit. Of, I was in like the the mist of withdrawal, and when right I was in the thralls. when I was watching Cocaine Bear, like nothing seemed enjoyable. So <laughs> I, it was kind of funny movie, but I wasn't really enjoying it. And it was probably because I was thinking about nicotine the whole time. The only thing that can make you happy when you're in the midst of nicotine withdrawal is maybe looking outside and seeing a comet coming straight for the earth. Yeah. About to blow everything yeah. up. That yeah. might crack a little bit of a smile on your face. Yeah. If but, death yeah. is imminent. Yeah. <laughs> but oh um, good you look up and see a comet barreling towards earth oh good <laughs> thank you i won't have to think about fucking nicotine anymore no but uh today it's it's like i'm to the point now where it's like day three because i started mm. sunday morning and like today i am kind of getting where i did i woke up and didn't really crave one i slept through the whole night i you know, I, I just slowly feeling better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I need to I need to get on that. Basically, I'm I'm going from three pretty soon down to zero. And then I'm just going to weed myself away from the habit of vaping. So, yeah, the uh, I did the zeros when I quit one of the other times. I'll be curious if you have the same reaction where you're like you're vaping, but and you're chasing this like flavor but you can't obtain it <laughs> yep. because it's not in. It's like such a weird sensation. It would be like if you were trying to take a breath, but there was no oxygen yeah. in the air coming in to your mouth. Yeah. So you're like just hyperventilating, trying to get some. I imagine that's what it's like mm-hmm. when you vape zero. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just you're you're wanting that experience, but you're just not getting it. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, OK, cocaine bear. You should. I think you'd probably like it. But the movie I watched yesterday or two days ago, have you ever seen the first Human Centipede? Uh, I've heard many things about it. I've never seen it before. That's the one where they sew people's lips to another person's asshole, right? Yes, yes. So the first movie, it's a doctor who does it to three people. I I had never seen the second or third one. And I was usually with those movies, they get really bad, like shitty in the sequels. Well... Human Centipede 2, I actually thought was pretty good. It, You know how many horror movies I've watched, right? And yeah. I will say that has to be at least in the top three of most disgusting movies I've ever watched. Yeah, that's, uh, that's another thing where horror movies and sci-fi movies kind of parallel. Because if there's a surprise hit, horror or sci-fi movie, they will make a sequel 
and they'll expect twice as much money and only put half as much cash into it. Yeah. So if it's one of those cheapos where they put like 10 mil in, they'll expect to get even better like viewership with only $5 million. One yeah. of those deals. Yeah. Look at Avatar 2. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It, I will say if you're the fan of heart and you're curious mm. about <laughs> what I'm saying, I have, you've been warned. There, there's a part, and the part that like made me wince, kind of, and I, it might be just a teeth thing, but where he's like knocking this guy's teeth out with a hammer, I don't know why. Ugh. That, I, why is that? I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have like a deep seated hatred for the dentist. But, Possibly. Oh yeah, I don't know. Something about or like uh, on American History X, the curb stomp scene. Yeah. That one always gets me too. I something about teeth. Teeth are bad for me, not as bad as fingernails. Oh, you don't like fingernails. So do you remember the uh, the anti-fungus commercials where basically oh, yeah. like there was a, a fungus monster that was living under people's fingernails? Yeah, yeah. Tough act and tenactin, I think. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But basically there's this part where there's like a foot and... There's a person, like a hand that comes up and lifts up one of the toenails and just lifts it off completely. But it's not like ripping it off. It's like it's an animation. But just seeing that made me cringe. Just seeing like a toenail coming off of a foot. Okay. That was the worst for me. Yeah. Teeth are bad, but not as bad as like finger and toenails. Those are those are huh. pretty rough. Okay. You know, a lot of people say eyeballs too, but eyeballs mm. don't really bother me. It's the teeth. Yeah, I Probably because wearing contacts for so long. I've like touched my own eyes so many times. It's not that big of a deal. Did I uh, did I tell you the big news that my job finally went mask free for the first time oh. in three years? Um, yes. Not having nice. my glasses fogging up has been <laughs> phenomenal. It's just trippy because... You've, you've like known these people for so long, especially the doctors, and you've yep. never seen them without their mask. And then you like see their whole face and it's almost like you're seeing a whole different person. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was so um, that's basically my sister was in the same boat. Uh, the federal government ended there, basically said like, OK, COVID's over. Like they couldn't they couldn't pretend anymore. You know, it was fun while it lasted for him, but they couldn't pretend any longer. <laughs> so now the mask mandates are over. So I yeah, think that's I think what ended was the uh, they were no longer giving out free COVID tests or vaccines. I believe that's what ended this small or actually I think it ends like May 10th or something. But All the funding. Yeah, <laughs> basically through. the funding. Yeah, it's over when the funding's cut off. Yeah, basically. So I hope nobody gets COVID because you're going to have to pay for your own test or vaccine or whatever you want to do. So. Just be aware of that. As far as yeah. I know, I don't know how much a COVID test even costs anymore, but I mean, I, it's just like getting the cold really now. So it's not, you know, there is like, supposedly there's a strain of COVID out that's, you know, like basically you're shitting like crazy for seven days. That, I've heard that one. There is the, uh, it's basically you go from puking to shitting yourself crazy. You know what I mean? Like it just. It goes from like top to bottom, top to bottom, yeah. back and forth for like Ooh. seven days. I've heard of that one. That sounds fucking miserable. 
Yeah, that one sounds pretty rough. But from what I've heard, COVID now is pretty much just like a cold. Like, yeah. most, you know, most people get COVID. So I uh, probably because everyone's had it like three or four times by now. My my friend. So my friend just told me that she got it. And unfortunately, her mom had just gotten out of surgery and she got it. So she was kind of in that area where it's like, you better be careful, you know, because mm. she's so weak and then got COVID. But it sounds like she's okay or she's doing okay. She uh, had to go to the hospital or whatever. But like mm. I said, it's like COVID's kind of making its rounds in Minnesota. And then probably next month, it'll like vanish again. And then maybe in six months, it might make a round again and then vanish. It's almost <laughs> like it just like slowly circles the globe. Yeah. Or it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, there's different strains of it maybe. And then people's immunity kind of like catches up catches to it. Up. And yeah, you know, people, everyone catches it and then it's just not a thing anymore. Then it evolves. Maybe who knows, but I, yeah, I'm not, uh, it's weird to see people like wearing masks out in public who aren't like, cause if you're, like there were jobs where like people like your job or people who worked in healthcare who were forced to wear masks. But it was weird when you see people like in a car by themselves with the windows up wearing a mask, you know? Yeah. I don't like, know. Still. Yeah. That one. I don't know. Um, I, if I see people wearing masks in public, it's usually like old people, um, mm. which I get because they're the most susceptible, but, but yeah, like my job where I, in most of the building, you don't have to wear it, but in the procedure rooms, you still have to wear it, but you had to wear it even before COVID was a thing. So it's just like a surgery, uh, an operating room. You always had to, you know, wear your protective gear, especially when somebody's like orifices are exposed to bacteria <laughs> um, and whatnot. <laughs> Especially when someone's got their asshole out in the open. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like a human weak spot. So, uh, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta protect it. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. You told me some of those horror stories about uh, the people who um broke the rules and ate like the morning before, you know, the morning yeah. of and stuff like yeah. that. Like, oh Jesus, fuck. It's funny because, like, they can people lie about all sorts of stuff, but. They're going to find out. The reason they ask you is to avoid having to make you pay twice if you want another procedure or whatever. Like 90, I would say 90-ish percent of people follow the rules, do what they're told, have a perfectly fine and excellent procedure. And then there's always that, you know, I would say 8 to 10% of people who just think their shit don't stink. They can just do whatever the fuck they want. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, those people make mo the world more difficult for everybody else. Oh, yeah. That's probably with everything in life. There's yeah. like, yeah, just just eight to 10 percent of people who don't put their shopping cart away. There's yeah. eight to 10 percent of people who don't park in the lines. I have a lot of like parking lot, you know, fucking pet peeves. But you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where eight to 10 percent are just fucking assholes. You know, are you okay? So let's say you're on a date with a girl, right? You're really hitting yep. it off. Would okay? She didn't put her shopping cart back on a date. Is that is there no second date? Ooh, that is a tough one. What did she do with the shopping cart? Did she try to put it up on the curb or did she just leave it? 
just left, unpack the groceries in the car, left it there, or whatever you had? I would say no. There wouldn't be uh, okay. there wouldn't be a second date. Okay. Yeah. No. If uh, ooh, that's a tough one. How does she look? That's the most <laughs> important. That's the uh, Barney from How I Met Your Mother. Unless she's hot. There's <laughs> there's a shit ton of rules, but the breaker is always unless she's hot. So that's the thing. <laughs> look, you can be the judge of that scale or whatever you want. Um, you know, is she hot and willing to have sex with me? If it's that case, then yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> what what did she do? Oh, no, that's not that bad. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was going to say the uh, if I see somebody litter or just like throw their garbage on the ground, that would be a, a big... Like fucking, I'm no, not doing it because they're probably a dirty person. Yeah. Here's the thing that would get me to like walk out on a date, like ghost someone that you're on a date with. Like imagine you're on a date and like the waiter or waitress comes up and basically she's just rude as fuck or something's a little bit wrong and she just fucking, you know, makes a scene. Yeah. That would get me just to walk up. I would just, I would immediately go talk to the waitress, be like, Hey, I'm paying for my half and this tip is for you. None of this money is for anything she ordered. Then I would walk out. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's because being rude to a server is uh, that's that's one of my big one. Probably because yeah. I've had so many shit jobs in my life. So, yeah, when you're in the like the people who are mean to servers, it's almost like they can't comprehend what that job's like when you're a peon yeah. when you're in the peon position. I mean, not that I'm not still in the peon position, but it, it's just like you're getting looked down on. People are already rude to you. Why add more rudeness to it? Yeah, why not? And they're the people who are handling your food, yeah. making your drink. You know, if if you're in a bar situation, you're hoping that they choose you. Basically, you know, if 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 the bar is crowded and there's a bunch of people trying to get a drink, you're hoping they choose you. Why not be nice to them? You know, maybe they'll come up to you. Like above all, everyone else there, if you're nice to them, maybe 10 minutes later, they pop up to you. Wouldn't that feel good? You know, one of those deals. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, kindness can go a long ways. Uh, I wanted to ask, actually, you speaking of that because you were at, didn't you say you went to the bar this last weekend? Yes. Yeah. We went to go watch the Suns Clippers. Yeah. Was it at one of the bars I was with you? Um, yeah, so we went to uh, Oso with the, okay. uh, the big patio area, and then after like my family all left, me, my brother, and his son, we went to the Whiskey Row Bar, which it was Sunday <laughs> night, so no one was in there, but we watched the end of the game. Oh, so, really? Nobody, yeah. uh, nobody's partying? No, well, Country Thunder was this weekend, so all of the people who would have been there drinking were probably out at Country Thunder, which is a big uh, country music festival okay. that happens outside of town. And you did not find yourself at Country Thunder? No, I'm about 15 <laughs> years too old for that. And, uh, you know, just slightly too high of an IQ to uh, <laughs> enjoy that one, probably. So have, unless our unless any of our listeners went out and enjoyed it, you know, you know, you do you. But I just can't see myself there. So, okay, you've been in Arizona for a bit now, and you were in New Mexico. Um, Has country music grown on you? No, it has not. It has not. Okay. So you, I will admit, country is probably my least favorite genre, especially Mm. newer stuff. But like when we were at the bar, that bar, 
hearing it live just felt a lot different than like listening to it on the radio. It's a lot more enjoyable. Maybe that's just yes. live music in general. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to turn on Chase Atkins or Chet Atkins or whatever his name is or Jason Aldean. But if they're playing it in a bar, some aspiring country band, I think it's a lot more enjoyable that way. Yeah, that's the thing about that band that we saw there that night. Um, They play a lot of different types of music. And it was a, so they play a lot of rock. They'll play like the country rock, but they will actually have guys there who are, you know, on an acoustic guitar playing country music, like while people are trying to eat. And it is terrible. (laughs) Definitely a different vibe when it's a, like a band versus just a guy playing country music. Would you rather listen to that guy or that old man on the piano at uh in tombstone who is so desperate for anybody to look at him oh god the one who was creepy <laughs> with all those kids running around yeah um yeah. i would rather i would honestly i would option three just smash my face into the fucking yeah. bar um i would rather listen to the country dude you than look, the piano guy the looking yeah. outside hoping a comment's coming soon <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hoping the comet comes and smashes right into that asshole's piano. Yeah. Oh, God, that guy was fucking annoying. Well, it was just like he's looking around. He's so desperate for anybody to just look at him and pay attention. I'm just like, dude, people just want to eat and absorb the atmosphere because they had a lot of history stuff there. Yeah. They don't really care about you and your piano, man. Well, here's the thing about that restaurant and a lot of grief here, you know, a lot of uh, yeah. grievances here. Um, so basically should have been a steakhouse. Their menu was dog shit for what it could have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the basically it was like, I don't know, tourist food. That's what yeah, exactly that, yeah. what it was. Yeah. 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 For what the place looked like, you know, being in, you know, old tombstone kind of deal, it, it should have been like steak and potatoes, that kind of stuff. But it was like burger, fries, you know, fish and chips, that kind of shit. Appetizer. It was mostly appetizers. Also, though, you really could have just had like a jukebox play, or, or like an old timey kind of, you know, music playing. You didn't have to have that guy with whatever weird stuff, you know, he was playing. I like we were joking and we we're pretty sure like I think he's the owner who's just kind of forcing himself to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one can tell him no. Oh, that was bad. No one was enjoying. No one would even look at that guy. No. It, it's funny you do bring up the food because that's such like a cliche thing where you have like a tourist trap place, but you don't want too high class of food because you just want it cheap and easy to make because you know people will be desperate to eat it. Oh, yeah, people are lining up around the block to eat your fucking, yeah, like your sliders, basically. Yeah, Yeah. that, um, I don't know, I that was a good trip. I got to say, with uh, time passed, the road tripping, the it's kind of like fun and weird to stay in a old ass weird hotel like we did, even if the one was a shithole in Roswell. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, are you talking about the nice old hotel in Tombstone? The I, shithole. No, the, the, tombstone, the Tombstone one was legit pretty nice. Yeah, you could tell that they were out of season because they were remodeling the place for when it you know gets back into season and everything. But even though they were remodeling it, it was still a nice stay. Uh, the yeah. one in Roswell, I 
God, that pissed me off. I the wor- I never get sick. I maybe get sick once a year, and it had to be that fucking yeah. that weekend, that trip. But that, that God, that sucked. I uh, <laughs> I am dreading because I have a bunch of concerts coming up, and mm. I am dreading that I don't get some sort of plague from somebody at one of those things because they're so oh. close together. If I get sick, it's gonna ruin one or two of them. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping I, I've avoided it enough where I can just make it through that week and I'm knocking on wood too. And I'm hoping I can just get through that little stretch of concerts and then whenever I can get sick after that. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta pound down the, uh, the Iron Man, basically a big glass of orange juice, pour in one of the packets of emergency, stir it up and then just gun it right down yeah i don't know (laughs) how you're drinking that because that shit is orangey enough with just water um oh dude sometimes did you did you notice i went from being nearly dead like in bed to all right i got about five hours let's go (laughs) yeah yeah that that whole night you were pretty much ko'd um i i remember in the car you were awfully quiet which i think (laughs) was a pretty (laughs) Telling sign that something was uh, not right. Yeah. And then I think the next day you kind of just chilled. And then, uh, yeah, by the second day you were you were good to go. Yeah. We, well, that's the day that we left, too. That's uh, I drove. Well, actually, I think you drove half, but I yeah. drove half the 10 hours back to Phoenix. But yeah, that was a that, that was a rough two day stretch there. You must have gotten the flu or something. I don't know. Oh, it, yeah, I have no idea because. No one I was around was really sick. Uh, you weren't like you weren't sick. I didn't really like at the airport. I didn't really I wasn't really around. So no, you were like in the car the whole time. Yeah, I, I I was in the car. Well, no, when I was out at the cell phone lot, I was outside a little bit. Oh. But maybe because there was a lot of people just kind of like milling around. Maybe it was then. But I have no idea. Dude, you could have gotten that shit from fucking anywhere. But the the fact that you had a fever and I think you had body aches and stuff and I think you and whatever, it sounded like you had gotten the flu and it only lasted, you know, it like oh, came yeah. in really hard and then kind of was backed out. Um, I would assume it's a flu of some kind. I remember I was so paranoid about getting sick myself because <laughs> I was supposed to be on vacation and I really didn't want to spend two days getting sick. I thought I was getting it, but I think it was more psychosomatic. Yeah, I was amazed that you didn't get sick because you were stuck in that hotel with me. For yeah, I could when I was dying. I so. could. It's like I remember I I would, t- would tell people that and laugh, and I'm like, it's not like I could go anywhere. I had <laughs> I would have had to request my own new room or something, but not going to do God that. God knows what would be wrong with that hotel yeah. room. There are the, probably more the, diseases in the new room than the <laughs> c- disease you had. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was a terrible place. Uh, but the road tripping, I see. I like road tripping. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm good with it as long as I'm going somewhere. That's the thing. A lot of people like the, a lot of people like the car ride to kind of be like the, part of their vacation. It's like, no, like when I get there, that's the vacation. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, all right, get in the car. We're fucking, you know, we got six hours. We're going, you know, six hours, however many miles it is. When we get there, that's the vacation. 
the car ride is not, you know, some people want to like stop every 20 minutes at all the attractions. And oh, stuff. hell no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I was like, say I've never done it, but it, like some people um, take fuck. What is it like Route 66 or something? Oh, to, yeah. To California or uh, from where I am, you can take 35 all the way to like Dallas, I think. Um, yeah. Just like driving there without a purpose. Have you ever just like gotten lo- like you and whoever you just get in the car and you go get fucking lost in the middle of nowhere and just see what you find? I have to be in a city situation. So if you're out on out in the outskirts in the country, you could fucking run out of gas and run out of <laughs> cell phone service and you'd be fucked. But like. So when I lived in Tempe, when I first moved out here, I would just kind of drive around and get a little bit lost. Kind of yeah. like figure my way around kind of like Tempe, Phoenix and Mesa area. Yeah. So. When, when when people from out of town would visit and they're like, oh, let's see Minneapolis or St. Paul. Basically just fucking I have no idea where I'm going. Just driving all around St. Paul, Minneapolis and be like, oh, I think there's something over here. Um, but let, let's say like in Minnesota, I remember there mm-hmm. was a few times, this was years ago, we would get in the car and we would just like head, say we're heading towards Malak Lake and then maybe you'd see something and just turn off on a side road or, um, go up to Duluth and just kind of hang out or head in deeper into Wisconsin and just go to a lake somewhere that you have, you know, you stumble across Sometimes that okay. can be kind of fun. So you're talking about like hundreds of miles because Malox is quite a ways away from the cities. Uh, and it's, dude, I think it's only an hour. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. maybe I'm thinking from Cresco. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Cresco. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, from here, it's like an hour. Duluth is about two ish hours. Mm. Um, St. Cloud is, I think, an hour and a half, maybe or something like that. Yeah, I will say, well, like the big attractions to see like in the cities are like Mall of America, obviously, yeah. like, you know, Shakopee going to Valley, Valley Fair, Fair, that kind yep. of stuff. Um, but they do have a lot of cool. I didn't realize how big of a until I lived there, how big of a hipstery kind of town like St. Yeah. Paul and Minneapolis were until yeah. I lived there. There's one neighborhood in particular in Minneapolis where you will see more wax beard per capita anywhere <laughs> than anywhere else, probably outside of Austin, Texas. The streets are just glazed with the runoff of fucking beard wax. Yeah. <laughs> and IPAs and uh, what's the beer they drink? Paps? No. Paps? Yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I can't say much because I have, I think my favorite like American quote unquote beer is now morphed into Coors Light. How, how do you feel about Coors Light? Ooh, um, when I'm at a dive and it's only, you know, Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, that shit, I will say I'll probably choose either Coors or Miller Light. Really? Okay. I don't like Miller yeah. Light. So I'm a big fan of like, I like to get, ooh, Blue Moon. Yeah. I like yep, uh, you do kind like- of Blue Moon. Um, I like, you know, that bar Oso. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, Get kind of a thicker beer, but still a pilsner, but like thicker, kind of like the the Coors Light of 
you know, pints that you can get. The, the, um, what is the name of the one you, you ordered there? You were the, it was pretty good. Oh yeah. God. They're like homemade, um, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just their regular fucking Pilsner beer. It's, um, a bright, it's called a bright. Yeah. Yeah. That that one was pretty good. It's if it, it kind of reminded me like if you had just a basic Bud Light or something, but it had more hoppiness to it. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Um, yeah, with the bright, you're or any beer at that. Uh, it the it's a kind of like a brewery. You're yeah. really hoping that the like they they make their own beer. So you're really hoping that they had a good season. <laughs> you're also <laughs> you're hoping that someone like good made it. You're also hoping that maybe you got like a newer keg. Because I've I've been in situations where I've had the bottom of the keg. Yeah, and it was basically just a. It looked like dishwater. Basically, Do, you know, it wasn't thick at all. You can see right through it, but it was cloudy. The uh, it's funny you mentioned that when a few weeks ago, when I was watching my friend's dad's band play, I got a Coors Light at this bar and I'm drinking it. I'm like, I at first I'm like, did she mess up my beer? Like something tastes weird and it was just super fucking flat. So it must yeah. have been the end of the keg. Uh, did you know you could put salt in it and it kind of helps bring it back? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. They're like, oh, just put some salt in there and then it starts fizzing. It helped a little bit. Obviously, it'd be best if it just wasn't the bottom of the fucking keg. <laughs> if it just wasn't shit. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah, that's um, I I don't know. I, I'm usually like a lot of, uh, let's say, happy hour they always have good deals on fucking like Coors Light or Miller Light or Bud Light. Never usually deals on the expensive beers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even the mid grades. So you try to get like flat tire or, yeah. you know, maybe a blue moon or something like that. Um, what's the big one? The big California. Is it 809 or something like that? Those kind of beers. Yeah, they'll never have deals on those. It's always going to be like the cheap ones trying to get people in the doors. You can tell where you live because I I think I've had 809, but you are not finding that on tap here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's everywhere here. Oh, really? Well, we're right next to California. Okay. Do you guys have Summit stuff there? Is that big there? Um, God, I've never had it, but I do believe I've seen it. Okay. Did I tell you that night... I think I don't remember if it was last week or the week before that. Um, I was talking about trivia before mm. an episode, and it was at Summit Brewing. Like they had the the big warehouse or whatever where they make all the beer, and they had like a tiny little, I guess, drinking area. And I've never had th- these two beers they had there, but I know they're really popular, and they're pretty good. Maybe a little too hoppy for me. And I had two of them, and I felt the buzz kicking in already. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, how fucking strong are these? Yeah, there are some uh, some thicker beers, like some Hefeweizens, basically at that that the brewery that we go to. Yeah, uh, out here, you'll get like, oh yeah, that's you know, you drink one. Oh, that tastes good. Went down real smooth, like more smooth than you expected it. You get through almost the entire second one. And the room starts spinning yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like drinking mashed potatoes pretty much, too. So your stomach <laughs> immediately fills up. It's just like the the high alcohol surprise beers sometimes sneak up on you. <laughs> but, 
But yeah. uh yeah, it I just remember I almost I mean, I drink slow enough where I usually don't get a buzz. Um but that time I was like, Jesus, this just fucking hit me. Maybe I just didn't eat enough that day or something, but fuck man, that hit me. I hadn't experienced that in a while. Yeah, I have been lately trying to watch. So ever since New Year's, I've only been out drinking twice. And when I do go out drinking, I'm I'm a, I'm a sipping. So I was at a bar for about four hours and I had only had two beers. But it had gotten to the point where the last half of it, I basically took bigger gulps. And then my third one, I started like, you know, bigger and bigger drinks. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to actually stick with this, I got to. Like, just put this down and go home. So, and it was like 10 o'clock. I'm getting yeah, old. Yeah. You know, once the, once the, a, the average age goes down below 30, it's like, all right, time for old folks like me to go home. Yeah. Honestly, that's a facet of 30 that is mm-hmm. underrated because there's like a mutual understanding that nobody <laughs> wants to be out till two in the morning anymore. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, if you if you're hanging out with younger people, they're wanting you to stay out till like two in the morning, and you're just like, oh, I don't know, Uber Ubers are going to be about twenty more dollars in a half an hour, so I yeah. think I'm going to go home. Yeah, like you just you're bragging that like this is the perfect time to get an Uber right now. Like it's only going to be thirty five dollars to go home, so you leave everyone <laughs> eleven thirty <laughs> at night. See, so you go home earlier. You got mm-hmm. time to watch some TV before bed. Yep. You can hydrate. You can eat some food, kind of make sure you don't have a hangover in the morning. It just, it all works well if you are a little more cautious. Yep. Keep yourself down to three beers in bed by fucking 11. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you can actually, you can actually have a next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hangovers suck. I know, I don't know how, what our age demographic is for listeners, but um, I'm sure they're probably around our age and are just... Slowly nodding their head like, yep, yep, I I get it. I get it, man. Yeah. But uh, 20-year-olds and 18-year-olds never learn. Oh, yeah. Well, all the, all the if anyone, you know, the youngins listening out there, you know, of legal age, of course, you know, wink, wink. But, you know, if <laughs> have fun now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, don't drive, obviously. Be responsible and all that stuff. But, you know, fucking, especially now, you're living in the time of, like, fucking Uber and Lyft coming and picking you up wherever but just this is your like this is your time to like you know no hangovers get shit-faced have a ball fucking you know no like you don't have a big boy big girl job to worry about losing you know it's all for you you know and the clubs are for you so here's what i'm gonna say uh make sure if you are getting shit-faced you're with people that you trust okay that's my piece of advice um, cause there is <laughs> a lot of weirdos out there who will try to take advantage of you. So just be with people, you know, always have a sealed container on your thing. If you can, uh, that's Cody's old man advice. <laughs> and <laughs> some advice to, uh, some of our older listeners out there. If you're still the person who wants to go out to the club and hang out till one thirty in the morning, you're the weirdo. <laughs> you're the one who everyone looks at and is thinking, what's this guy doing here? Hey, so. hold on now. Before shots fired, everybody <laughs> is allowed one renaissance night, okay? Just going to say that. You know mm-hmm. what? You got to go crazy one night. I mean, when I was visiting you, how late was it? It was pretty late that night, wasn't it? It was like one or two in the morning. 
Oh yeah, that was my renaissance. Yeah, night. I haven't fucking been out. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been out till. I haven't seen two o'clock in the morning on a bar night in a few years. Yeah. So that was my Renaissance night. God, I'm trying Holy to. Holy shit. I'm trying Fucking to. Fucking beer was going down pretty yeah, quick that night. Yeah. I Next time I come hang with you and your brother, lesson learned, I'm going to control my own flow of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. So we get home that night and I, uh, I had cooked up some pizza that yeah. day that I got in at Costco. Uh, we we um, I made it before we went out to the bars, and I yell out, "Cody, you want any pizza?" And I hear him throwing up in the fucking yeah. bathroom. Like, yeah. Oh, he doesn't want any of that. No. Shit. I didn't realize no. you had drank that much though. I well, is I don't. It's probably that, and I knew when you made that pizza because it was like <laughs> quadruple pepperoni that yep. I was gonna be hurting because pepperoni mm-hmm. makes my stomach upset. So. Yeah. But lesson learned. It was fun though. I had a great time that night. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm and like, man, I wish I lived by Phil so we could do that more often. But it is what it is. Uh, you know, I don't know if I could be going to the bars all the time. But yeah, I'm. That's ever since uh, this. That was one of my New Year's resolutions. Was okay. You can go to the bar once every month or once every two months and keep yourself down below two. So I will say though, I'm super excited. One place I will get shit faced. I'm putting it out into the universe. We got to go to new Orleans. Hell yeah. See all, see all the fucking paranormal shit there. Yes. All the spooky stuff. Yes. I, I think that is our next location and yep. we will definitely have to do post ghost tour podcasts. And hopefully the people are more respectable in uh, that ghost tour than they were in Tombstone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hopefully we see some real ghosts and not just, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was, but (laughs) yeah, but New Orleans, that's going to be fun. We will uh, obviously keep you guys posted. Well, we've been going for a bit here. Uh, Thank you guys if you've made it this far. Like Phil said, we're so grateful that we've gotten all the reviews. We've gotten all the love from you, messages, emails, um, breaking a million downloads. That's nothing to scoff at. And we just, we never thought we would be here, you know, whatever, two or three years later. So I guess we accomplished something and, uh, we'll be back on a regular scheduled episode next week. Uh, you know, Phil just was busy. It happens. It's going to probably happen again next month when I'm on vacation. So brace yourself. But Phil, where can they contact us if they want to? Well, if you've uh, made it this far, you know, you probably know, but subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. I love to hear from you guys. Always great. Uh, We got a, you know, Instagram account, subliminal deception podcast on IG. Also great place to hear us or great place to get a hold of us, you know. Ask us any question you want, you know, maybe some episode ideas. We might use them or maybe, you know, pop them together with something else. Uh, Once again, thank you for all of the support, all the love, even the haters giving your, you know, evil reviews. That also helps. So (laughs) even a negative review helps. You bet you didn't realize that. But Cody, they want to get a hold of you. Where can they uh, hit you up at? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Cody's above. Uh, give me a follow, send me a message, do whatever you please. And I greatly appreciate the people who've taken the time to do that. I'm just a normal guy. So send me a message as long as it's not weird or creepy. I'll probably respond to you. So, all right. Well, uh, 
I think everybody knows the review part. We don't need to go into that on a banter episode. We're just here for fun. Well, guys, we will see you guys next week for a regularly scheduled episode. Here's to a billion. Yeah. (laughs) 